Here we go inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Let's just do it at the top of the show because so many other successful podcasts do it. Please subscribe, tell a friend, uh, leave comments and reviews. We really do appreciate it. I am Max and there is Vince. And Vince, I will say for the first time, I got on Twitter someone asking, hey, where's the pod? Because we ended in a week. So the natives are getting restless. It's about time. Yeah. It's about time. I also will say, Marco, and at Marco Palaio at Golden Boy, an avid listener of the podcast, did take a listen and was, he said he was really, he, he did not know Dio was such a combat sports fan. So it was very cool. Yeah, we learned two things. Yeah. People want the podcast. And the second thing, if you're an LAFC player and you happen to be listening, come on the podcast. There's some perks. There are some perks. We won't get into that, but let me tell you, people are listening. And then I will say, for instance, if we had uh, Diego Rossi or Brian Rodriguez or even some other players you wouldn't expect, we talk about the uh, proliferation of mate, which mm-hmm. is the uh, South American tea, popular in Argentina, Uruguay, Brazil. And it's uh, a tea that you put in a container, a metal container, you pour hot water and you a drink gourd, it. A gourd, I believe. A gourd. Uh, there's a lot of just spit out mate leaves all over the place. It's disgusting. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But there, you see the gourds everywhere. So if I mention that. cool ones, too. Yeah, if I mention that, maybe the top mate producer in the world who might have been listening say, hey, here's some, uh, here's some samples, some free sacks of Ooh. mate. Can we get a Max and Vince branded gourd? If there's anyone listening in the mate industry, let us know. Uh, leave a comment or tweet us. Uh, I'm what am I doing? I'm Max Bradoff Sports. You are LAFC Vince on Twitter. Very easy. And that's how you soccer on yep. Instagram. So reach out to us. Yeah, we we've got plenty of time. We got plenty. I mean, of time. look, we're we're just I sitting, start drinking. We're, we're lounging right here. We're just looking at a beautiful, pristine pitch. Here we are, well at the done Center in Geo. Um, it's a really nice day out here today. This Glorious. is a good day for podcasting. This is a good day for podcasting. If you ever come out to Glorious Alhambra. Uh, in Southern California here, and we're by the Cal State Los Angeles uh, campus. What I love here, obviously, the field view, but this is, I've said this in podcast past, but I just repeat myself a lot, but the turnaround point here for the airplanes, the mm-hmm. big jets that turn around before heading across the Pacific, Yep, they kind of turn here, and you get to see it. It's very cool. Saw one doing that big banking turn yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday I, afternoon. Yeah, Korean Airlines one. I was like, there, there, there she goes. Long flight. Enjoy it. I enjoy those long flights. All right. Um, have we have we vamped enough that we should get get? But right there's to a lot now? to say. There's, there's a lot to do, talk about. We could do more, but let's get into it. Obviously, we're all antsy, waiting for the season to begin. I told you that you know here we are. It is January 29th, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, the MLS season is still a month over a month away." Yeah. And our first game's like less just less three weeks, so it's still you still it's have still to ways. be patient. Yeah. Even though we just had our first friendly over the weekend. I know. Penural. Yeah. A lot of you. How were, was that for you? And a lot of you were there. Yeah, Max. Unfortunately, is that a, is that a little dig? What? A lot of you were there. Yeah, a lot of people were there. So, I, well, I just wanted you to just go ahead and get it out. You, I'll get it out. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live in the land of make believe, but I was there uh, from like two o'clock and around six forty. I had to leave, so I did not see the game, which trust me is something that eats away at me every minute of every day since I hate to miss games, but I had a chance to coach my son's basketball team. Uh, the coach was out, so it was kind of like do everything, and I kind of I want to do. I don't want to miss his games anyway. And I don't know why they tip off at 7.30 at night, but he's 10 years old. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Well, it's 7.30, game 730, wraps up. 7.30. I mean, the Lakers don't even tip off that late. You get a late dinner. You can be at the club, you know. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. So, anyway, I got to do it. So, uh, it was great. And uh, I uh, 
I'm 0-1 in my coaching career. Yeah. But uh, it was a good time. Well, I'm such a good podcast partner. I asked you yeah. how, how are we play in this because I was I was going to humor you. I was going to go along. We could pretend. I could not. I could pretend. feed you little bits to make it seem like you were there. But you did get to go. Let's let's just start where we all started the day. I did get a lot out of the game by you just did. learning a lot from the incredible content team that posts afterwards. Well, you're welcome. Uh, you did get to go where I started out the the night too. Was the the tailgate over there on that South Lawn next to uh, yeah. the history natural history very museum, cool. which was very cool. I remember walking up and seeing the pinnacle set up and being like, what is that? Like who, awesome. who came out here? And then realizing when I saw what it was and it was pinnacle and just the vibe of the, the two clubs coming together and the supporters coming together and the spread, my yeah. God, the pinnacle spread, the asado that they had going. It was about, it was about 12 feet by eight feet grill, just covered completely by steaks, sausages, uh, ribs, yeah, everything. I want to say, if in the course of the cultural exchange, you know, the players we've exchanged, the, we should have grabbed the a sausage. Everything that, yeah, we should have grabbed a sausage. But I'm saying, in general, going forward, supporters, um, not a bad tradition to, to keep going forward. I would love an asado any 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 day of the week. Although heavy food before you and I do yeah, a broadcast and or stay away from the carbs. You can just true. go pure protein, yeah, just straight protein. Hey, I'm a carnivore. Let's do yes, it. You got like these iron deposits in your face. It was beautiful. It smelled good. I really enjoyed the uh, the Peñarol fans and the LAFC fans at one point started getting together and singing together. There were songs that Peñarol were familiar with somewhat with what was in the LAFC uh, uh, songbook and mm-hmm. vice versa. So. Similar colors. It was all blended. It was really cool. I'm glad, at the very least, I got to see that. They had a cool squad of supporters uh, in the South yeah, End. Talking, the they're from all over the country. They came here. Like, yeah. We wouldn't miss it. So it's a it's a good partnership. This is a really good partnership. Yeah, that was one of those. That was one of those very cool moments. I mean, Dortmund was great. That that vibe. Obviously, we had sent um, some supporters there to kind of learn from the Dortmund people. Just kind of get get the vibe and what they should be maybe incorporating in, into their. Uh, game prior to the very first season. Then we had Vissel Kobe, which was more like a star-studded affair. You had Iniesta, Podolski, David Villa. Uh, this one felt just like a good old-fashioned party, like hangout. Where a where a lot of there was a lot of crossover. Where the feelings were, you know, the way we support, the way we do things, a lot was similar. I think um, in those ways, it made for a great atmosphere. And honestly, twenty thousand people in there for yeah. friendly, which is unheard of in MLS circles. Mm-hmm. You usually get three, either unattended, three, four thousand. You'd be happy with ten thousand. Yeah. You'd be over the moon. That's close. To, the place was almost full. There were people lining up two hours beforehand. Yeah, you could tell the appetite is very high for, across the board for everything LAFC. Yeah, for a first preseason game, like you, you couldn't really ask for more. I mean, the football was actually pretty good too. I mean, you said most guys could only go forty-five minutes, but the football was pretty good. The atmosphere was lights out. Um, that was one of yeah. That, I think that's that might be my favorite. That one might have been my favorite one. I want to get into the game because look, this is like the uh, first. I mean, they'll have three, three or three or four more, three more, three more friendlies three before more friendlies. they take on Leon in the first game. And you can't get enough game experience. But this was a you know a team you're very unfamiliar with. You haven't played before, so stadium front of you get to mimic a lot of things. So it was a very valuable practice. So I want to get your thoughts on the game. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, I think maybe a good point to go to the beginning of the game and see how the academy kids who have been practicing all week here, and five of them, uh, Tony Leone, Armando Avila, Christian Torres, Eric Duenas, Diego Rosales, all got to play. Mauricio Gutierrez did not, but those five kids got to play in a game with LAFC and train for, what, two weeks? 
yeah, two weeks. There's actually uh, a couple kids still out here, uh, Tony Leone and, and Christian Torres, who uh, they're they're here because they they happen to be homeschooled. So that allows them to work their school around it. The other guys simply had to go back to class, um, which I mean, yeah, look, we understand that. They, that's one thing. Look, they got the chance to come out here two weeks, two weeks away from school. They got to learn immensely. But at the end of the day, you know, the, we got to we grow. We're growing men. We're growing people. So they got to go back to school. But man, they they spent those two weeks here. It was really great to just watch them here. And we didn't get word that they might be playing in the game until I think the Friday before. Friday before, I get a t- text from from Tony Vigil saying, "Hey, heads up, Academy kids, what a it's moment. going it's going down." It's and, going. And down. it was like, what? And it was just like, yeah, might get some minutes in the in the second half. I'm like, oh, okay, well, hey, any minutes, Anything. any minutes, are f- just to take that field. But man, you see, uh, I believe it was Eric and Christian were the first substitutes off the bench. Not not just not just academy. I mean, they were the first substitutes off the bench. Wow, what a moment! Um, and it was, I, there was like the smattering of applause, and when, when people kind of got the vibe, like, hey, number forty three and number thirty five, those are not numbers we're used to. When they kind of got the vibe of who it was. The, the roar started to get bigger and bigger, and then, man, they they blended right in. I could have I could have yeah, brought give me you. A, I, I did. I mean, about some of the things that they did. That uh, I mean, saying they blended right in is probably the highest praise you could provide in a simple sentence. But uh, but I mean, they, how 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 much ambition did they show? How much did they they? Uh, yeah. I guess how much did they show? The reflected the training they got yeah. prior. I mean, I, I I want to pretense this by saying, look, they did some good things. This is literally the like beginning of the beginning of the beginning this is just a start for them so i don't want anyone to get too crazy but you know you have a guy like christian torres who had two moments two shots on goal two moments where legitimately we're talking about a guy he's not lining a shot up from 25 yards out he got he made a nice run off the back shoulder tristan blackman floated a little ball over top it's a difficult ball to try to bring down doesn't isn't able to convert the bigger one for me was christian in the second half found a moment to kind of create a window and they, he was slotted in. I can't remember who slotted him, but he was able to slot him in 1v1 with the goalkeeper. The ball comes at a time where maybe he's just a little bit too close to the keeper. He tries to poke it. But when you see something like that, you see a kid creating a you moment. Paint an incredible picture, Vince. Yeah, no. Because I wasn't there. He literally <laughs> created a moment that, like, again, I, if I told you, hey, an academy kid came in, he got two shots on goal, that could be anything. That could be him getting some space, lining up. No one closes him down. I don't That's know, That's not man. a great thing. It's still pretty good. He got two shots on yeah, goal. Yeah, no, it's still pretty good. But when you see the quality of chances that he was helping create, and again, that, that moment to me is a little bit better. Look, anyone anyone can run off the shoulder. Anyone can get a ball over the top. Not not taking anything away from him. It was a smart run. Um, it got him in behind. But that, that ability to create that window and get a through ball on the ground in stride, it was it was very nice. Uh, Eric Duenas uh, created a nice little partnership. He took uh, Latif Blessing, started it right back. Um, and for big swaths of the match, Latif Blessing, and I put this in the takeaways, Latif Blessing, Carlos, Vela were the only real things, only real danger we had going forward. Our midfield was guys that, look, we have a lot of midfielders out. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, those guys at the Conmebol Bowl uh, Olympic Tournament. Um, the midfield had, had trouble creating the way we were used to seeing a midfield create. So it was Latif and Carlos, like, we got this. And they created the first goal. Literally, the two of them went down, four That's guys. Right. Carlos does he gets he got into an area where Carlos goes I, I know what to do with it here finished it uh, but when Duenas came in it was like and Latif went to the midfield they, they, it became a three man partnership Duenas working with Carlos and and that was something I remember telling uh, Todd Saldan Saldana Saldana sorry I, I've, I've missed a the tilde there I remember telling him uh, Academy director uh, you know there was a moment on I think Thursday or Friday where 
Carlos backheeled a ball that Eric was already on the run in in a training uh, little small side. Eric Duenas already on the run, and then he just squares it tap in. And then Duenas runs, go and run back to his position. Carlos just sticks the hand out, just a high five. And it was so casual, but so Very like cool. dap moment. Like it was, and I, to me, it's and just Duenas kept it really on the low. He's like, yeah, yeah thanks. he's like, Carlos. That was a good play. We're cool. He's like, you you found me in the right spot. Thanks. But there's little things. Uh, Tony came in, played played center back, as, as did Rosales. Uh, Armando Avila played a little bit farther up the field. And just, just a reminder, these guys are 15, 14, 15. 14, 14 to 15. Yeah. Uh, Maurizio is older. He's 16. Uh, unfortunately, he had picked up a little injury that kept him out of the match. Um, I'll say this, man. They don't hide from the ball. Um, they didn't hide from, from moments to make plays. I mean, if it was me... I would just want to make myself look somewhat good, and sometimes you can make yourself look good by not being a part of things. You could stand there, like, yeah, oh, like I was marked, yeah, like I was covering me. That not these kids; they wanted to make impacts on the game. I think it's it's one of the highest forms of compliment you can say for them. Really unbelievable, and uh, we're fortunate here being at the performance center. Everyone's here under one roof. We saw Todd Saldana of the the academy director, and I don't think you'll mind if I pass this on. But he was uh, he was. Look, first of all, blown away by the support. And we saw the kids at the end do the shalalas just to show you how much they're into the fabric of the club. Mm-hmm. They know it all. But they're at their games and supporters, the 3252, and he was very thankful that they go to their, their academy games and create an atmosphere for these kids. Yep. So it's all really well connected. He also said that, and, you know, credit to our coaching staff, which, you know, they don't want to take any credit. They probably think this is normal, but he said he was really blown away about the attention that the coaches for LAFC in a, a live practice with everyone who's here would give the attention to these kids mm-hmm. and give them direction. And I, and I said to him, I go, man, if I was in the kid's shape, I, I, I would pretty much be under the understanding that you show up here, they point you, you stay there, you run, you chase, you do this, and yeah. maybe coaching is by... It, some of, something that was said to someone else rubs off on you, but to have it you know, face-to-face would seem like an incredible luxury, but they got it. Yeah, the, I mean, it, I don't think a lot of people understand that, like, at the professional level, a lot of coaches, and I don't know if this, I don't think this is the right way to do it, although there's no right way to do it. A lot of coaches don't spend time individually breaking down practice and, and talking to guys because they just, you only have so much time with these guys. You yeah. only have so much time to A lot train. of time you don't know who they are because that it's too. hard to make a relationship mm-hmm. with everyone, but here that's different. Here it's different. It's something that happens not just for those kids, but I would say that I agree with Todd for them to take a special noticing of these kids and understand the moment, understand what they can build with them. And I, and my point to Todd was, well, they would only do that, though, if you had got them this far to this stage. So I think it, it comes both ways. These kids are that good, and the coaches are that willing to, to make them better. It's better for everyone all around. Well, remarkable. And uh, so uh, a good performance, a victory over Peñarol. It's yeah. nice. You get Two Carlos Vela a goal. Yeah. And Adrian Perez be uh, finishes off a goal after having – uh, and Adrian Perez, we should say, I mean, he's, they, there was an article even, and people are asking questions about Adrian at training to show how how he's exceeded, I think, all the expectations, even high expectations that may have been placed here at camp. He's been a real, he's he's, he's provided some eye-opening moments at training. Yeah, Bob singled him out. Um, Bob doesn't like to single a lot of guys out, but it's one of the questions that will come up, like, who's looking good? Um, and he kind of sits there for a second, It's kind of, thinking it through and he goes okay well if, uh, if I'm going to say anybody and it was consistently Adrian Perez and it and Adrian started here uh, obviously he had a had a different path than a lot of guys coming from the indoor soccer league um, but he started here kind of a winger um, they look at him a winger he has a ni- nice left foot 
he's kind of shifted more to like that number nine role, kind of playing in more of a false nine way where he drops off the center line. Um, he provides some things that you most number nines don't uh, in the pressing side of it. Um, and he's excelled. Like he doesn't, it doesn't look like a change of position. It looks like he's just being put in his natural position. He's now just kind of like, yeah, this is where I was meant to be. I can yeah. play in tight spaces. I feel comfortable here. He just looks, it's like what I say with uh, Tristan Blackman, who I have to give a shout out from that game. We didn't, we talk about the Academy kids. We talk about Carlos's goal. We talk about Adrian, Tristan Blackman playing against Penuel, playing against a, a South American powerhouse lights out. I mean, just fantastic from center back. Um, but he, Adrian's starting to have that look like Tristan where it's like, Oh, I know what I'm doing now. I don't. I don't need to second guess myself. Um, I can go out there. I can make some plays that that maybe other guys wouldn't see. And the coaches are giving me the leeway to 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 figure it out for myself. Um, and now I, I'm very comfortable in my own skin. So he's starting to look like that. And that that can only be a good thing because as I'm watching Tristan, it's like Tristan's taking another step. And if Adrian can get to where Tristan was at the end of last season and then take another step, man, he's going to be quite the asset for for a team that everyone keeps wondering, uh, where's the, who's going to be the backup number nine. Hey man, right. so you build them from within, maybe. It could be Carlos playing that sometimes. It could be Dio. Dio. That's there's so many games. You need another guy or a guy that if things get stagnant, you can bring off the bench. We know that Bradley Wright Phillips training. We don't know anything about that progress and whether what whether it's still the mix. But Adrian Perez certainly put his hand up as a guy. You see these times a lot, but it doesn't mean they get him. Even though they're lights out, they may. You 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 want an experienced head, but maybe this Adrian maybe this Adrian Perez performance has put him over the top. We'll find out right. soon enough. Yeah, it's preseason, but I would say this: it wasn't just a you. We all got to see the goal in the game. I'll tell you though, for the past two weeks of training, he's been one of. I mean, aside from Carlos Vela, he's been one of the best attackers on the field. So it hasn't. It's not just training, but you're right. You got to do it through a course of a whole preseason. Then in the moments that matter, but if you can if you can be that guy off the bench or even in some spot starts. Uh, they just really want guys that can play all positions across the front line. Adrian gives you more of that flexibility. Okay, so LAFC will play Friday in a friendly. That's Friday. closed door, close, correct? Closed, so close, no clo- media, no uh, no supporters. Uh, we will be allowed. We'll to be, be there, and we'll give you a full report. Yeah, we'll give you a full report. We'll, I'll, you I'll really need us for this one. Yeah, you need, yeah. For, <laughs> for once. And you might not like to read the takeaways any other day, but guess what? If you don't read the takeaways, you're not going to know. No what idea happened. what happened, and you will want to know because I think they they need to get full value, and they certainly will. Well, it's uh, another in these CCL three team. M- uh, yeah, CCL team, three MLS teams that you can get that feeling of a CONCACAF Champions League at the at the very least. All right, the other big thing we want to talk about, and I should mention, uh, Kenneth Vermeer, the new goalkeeper here. Oh, yeah, hey, we're going to have a cool We're going to have a guest here. I'm really excited about this one because, I mean, he is fresh into Los Angeles and could have a real big job. Uh, the number one goalkeeper position has not been determined by any means. Pablo Cisniega, Kenneth Vermeer both got a look over on the weekend. Half each. Yeah, so uh, it's, it, is, it is a competition. Oh, absolutely. It's an absolute competition. Two different guys, but we'll see what happens there. But we'll talk to Kenneth, and hopefully we can get him more comfortable into his Los Angeles life. LAFC is still waiting on a few players that are currently involved in South American Olympic qualifying, so they have a tournament in Colombia. Uh, there's a ton of players missing. We have the two Colombians in uh, Eduardo Atuesta and Eddie Segura. Atuesta is really featured a lot in the games. Eddie got a game, got, got a game and Eduardo scored a game winner, which has kept Colombia in the mix to finish in the top two of the of the groups that continue on and get a shot to make uh, Tokyo 2020. You have Diego Rossi and uh, Poncho Ginella. Ginella mm-hmm. scored a game Another winner. Another game winner. They're with Uruguay, and they have to wait and see. Yeah. Their their tournament could be over. It depends on what happens in Peru. Paraguay. They're currently in, but more they're in in a way where they're actually kind of on the outside looking in because if 
Peru wins their game. Peru, Paraguay. If there's a winner of that game and it's a winner by a couple goals, even it's going to knock. Right. Is it goal? The goal differential determines because they're a minus one. I think Peru has a minus one. So if they win by any margin, they're through. Yeah. And I think you're going to find out the details for that. And then the other one is Ecuador, where we have uh, Jose Cifuentes. That's the only one, right? Because you're. you have, you have some Chiqui inside Palacios. information from Will Coons yesterday about Jose Cifuentes. Jose Cifuentes. Do you remember that talk? No. Do you remember Jose, that conversation? Hold on a second. Jose Cifuentes and Ecuador are done. So, uh, what did he tell you? See, this is why I'm the reporter, and, and you're the you're the you're the pretty face. I didn't talent. think about it. Do you remember it. what he told you about about when he's coming here? Yes. That his paperwork. Oh, we're dry, I'm dragging it out of his him. His paperwork like is uh-huh. is being done in Quito. Okay. <laughs> Was it Quito? Yeah. Of course, and Ecuador. he should be ready. Four. And he might be here by Saturday. Yeah, yes. winner. Yes. <laughs> I I try to give you. Yes, the brain still come works. On, come on, scoops. Let's go. All right. So set. So he could be I here c- by Saturday. For I all those people wondering, a- where are these guys? When are they going to get here? When are we going to have this? Could I am here legitimately excited to see and meet Cifuentes and Ginella. Yeah. So whenever they get here, I'm going to be pumped because they've been these mystery guys that we've. We've, seen, we've appreciated from far, but I can't wait to see them. And I can't wait to see this. And it's going to be soon where everyone's here training. Yeah. I know. Finally, a packed house. So, uh, all right. So, we'll wait on these guys. But five guys here coming. And uh, five, you see, we have five, five guys. And a lot will determine on how the summer goes uh, as to we want them to play for the Olympics. Colombia looks like. The best bet because the they control. Is in Colombia too. It's and in Colombia and they control their destiny. Right. Where Uruguay has to sit. Colombia has placed Chile in their final. It's all coming down to the final match day for a lot of guys. Like we said, Ecuador's out. Sifu on his way. Um, but if if Colombia is able to beat Chile, and again the tournament is in Colombia, so they have that little added uh, incentive. Uh, they will go through the next round and have that opportunity to be. Uh, it's basically just going to be a semifinal round and a final. If you make it through to the final, you qualify for the Tokyo Olympics. For what it's worth, I think fans are going, you'd love for them to be here, but keep this in mind. All of the guys I mentioned to you, all five of them, have, at the very least, will have played four games in about 10 days, 11 days. Yeah. You're not going to have a guy coming here that's going to have to play catch-up. I mean, certainly for the LAFC brand of, of play, yes. But it's not like they've been uh, stagnant or mm-hmm. w- waning out on paperwork. They have been active in... Highly competitive game. Some of the most important games these guys will play, yeah. at least in their young career. The biggest concerns, I think, are one, it is a it is a small time period. You know, tournaments always wear your body differently than what training does throughout the week, what uh, what a season does. So the first thing they're going to do, and they would do this with anyone, they'll do this with Walker Zimmerman, who will play for the United States against Costa Rica on Saturday. You're going to get a basically a a fitness test. They got to see where you are. They got to check your vitals. Check where you check maybe maybe if you need an extra day off. The other big thing is they just, you know, when you train with different teams, you're training different ideas for different amounts of time. You're going to have to, I mean, look, they know the way that we do things here. It takes a second or two to get reacclimated in the ideas. Maybe and more than a second or two. Yeah, maybe more than a second or two for some guys. Some guys, a couple of them have never it's a couple trained of them never here. It's never done it. Um, and then for guys like Edward, who uh, he's done it, but now he's going to be welcoming in guys like Poncho, welcoming in guys like Sifu, who... Maybe they they have a little bit different way that how they like to receive the ball things like that. These things matter. We, we come down to the to the honestly the details of the ball you the way you like the ball. Do you like it early? Do you like it to this foot that foot? Those things matter, and I think that that's where the importance lies. But in terms of fitness, 
uh, these guys are going to be. I don't think we're going to have to worry about them as long as they're they've been managed well during yeah. the tournament. And one, I think, when you mentioned that, you know, Eddie Segura, Walker Zimmerman, your 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 engine room in the back defensively have been haven't spent any time together here in camp. That'll hopefully get fixed here pretty soon. You hope they pick up where they left off, but. With Cifuentes and Ginella, you want to see them in a game environment, but you figure it'll be a slow burn unless they show something and by necessity put them in. The good news is the guys that we got at the end of the season that you could see were trying to get find uh, their legs with this system now have had a whole training camp mm-hmm. to get adjusted. I'm talking about Chiqui Palacios. You're talking about Brian Rodriguez. So those were the guys that were earmarked back then to start the season here mm-hmm. and be productive players. And right now they're getting every opportunity to do that. Yeah, I like Cheeky in the penny roll game. I think he played. He's one. He was one of my positives in the penny roll game. He, uh, I would say, the biggest thing for him is the the fact that he can really deal with things at, on his own. He's almost almost can be that that island on his own on that left side where two guys in the area. Fine, I can deal with that. I can I can figure out ways that I can uh, affect the game and, and deal with that. And then we all know he has quality going forward. So uh, I think he's he's rounding into shape. We're going to be very happy. Uh, cheeky out there on the line. All right. Anything else we should? I mean, those. Uh, I, th- I feel like we just covered a ton. I, I don't even know how did. long that segment was, but I feel I mean, like we covered. You mentioned a ton. Walker Zimmerman. I almost forgot that he's out there because we we're just focused on what's happening. But uh, it's really exciting off season. They, the players, it's just work. The apparatus is starting to kick in. I mean, there's a, a lot of MLS clubs where it's there's really nothing we, to talk about. We didn't touch about. We didn't touch on Bryce Duke, who's out here. The new uh, traded for his homegrown rights has been signed as a homegrown. Um, uh, there's not much to say to him. He, he's a he's a midfielder, more of an eight. Um, eh, I, don't, I honestly haven't even gotten a chance to meet him yet. So as we get to meet him more, maybe we can bring him on the show. So a little he's Danny Masovsky. The, uh, the Danny's been getting more uh, more getting fit. I mean, he's 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 dealing with uh, a little bit of an injury, so he's a little bit behind it um, in terms of fitness. But we've been seeing him do some more things. Um, but yeah, some there's some guys that we got to get to know that we got to like Kenneth, who we're gonna bring. Yes, up. right. One last thing is that what our opponent Leon they did win. Uh, this weekend, yeah, uh, they look pretty good. But are they, again, it are they in the top spot? No, uh, top spot right now is Pumas. Pumas, but okay. I, it's I, everyone's winning at home and not winning on the road. Right. So Pumas has got two home wins, uh, and oh, there's a plane going by. I love this. The Dude, Mexican, I would come out to Alhambra just to watch these planes. <laughs> the Mexican league with the split seasons. I mean it. It gets crazy. There's never there it never seems to be a year where even in those half split seasons the team just rolls through everybody. It seems like some teams find their footing, some teams get out to a to a great head start and then tail off. I mean, it, it's it's something to keep an eye on. But Leon looks, All right, they good. look ready. But they look we, like. But we've been looking at the matchup, and there's some uh, there's opportunities, right? Of course, there's some opportunities of for course. LAFC to exploit. So we'll see that, and we'll talk more about that next week, including our preview. But right now, we'll take a little pause here. And we'll talk to uh, the new face here for LAFC, Kenneth Vermeer. Welcome back to Inside LAFC, Max and Vince, and we are joined by Kenneth Vermeer. Did I pronounce that? How's the best way to pronounce it? Yeah, just Kenneth Vermeer. Kenneth Vermeer. Well, welcome to Major League. Welcome to LAFC. Welcome to Major League Soccer. Welcome to Los Angeles. How how the first few days been for you since you've arrived? Good. Especially the weather is amazing. <laughs> I'm enjoying the weather now, but I had a warm welcome from the team, the coaches, and everyone. So that make makes it more easy for me. 
you said something really when your first media engagement here and someone asked why LAFC and I know it's probably this is all very new to you but you mentioned it's a beautiful team and they play a beautiful way yeah what, what, what do you mean by that it's yeah they play the way that I grew up like football from behind like building up from the back trying to create chances with yeah football from behind well, you had mentioned uh, till 11 or 12, right? You're a field player, not yeah, not a goalkeeper. Where were you playing in the field? And and how has that, that, that been expressed in your goalkeeping? Well, uh, I was always training with like an older team. They had mm-hmm. like one goal, goalie and I was always the field player. So I was on trial at Ajax when, as a field player as well, but I didn't make it. So my coach, he knew that I can be a goalie. So he asked me, you'll be a goalie for a day, for, for just one year. I was like, okay. But after that year, I went to Ajax, so I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, my, my impressions of you, uh, just, just coming out here, and I, I'm going to apologize now, we're not goalkeepers. Yeah. So uh, whenever we break down goalkeepers, we do our best not to uh, embarrass ourselves. But uh, the, the talking, the, the way that you command the game, uh, it's, it's different than I've ever even heard most other professional goalkeepers talk. Because we always hear goalkeepers say, hey, right shoulder, man coming there. But you you you're almost commentary for the game. You really guide the game. You never stop talking. When, when did that come into your game? And, and, and how, is that, how has that been so, so important? I mean, I'm sure for defenders, at the end of the day, they, they, they feel like they have to trust you more than anything, right? Yeah, of course, they need to trust me. And, you know, I see everything on the pitch. So I see if someone is coming in their back or if they have, like, a man, like, two meters behind them, left or right, and that's what I see. So I try to make them be aware of the situation mm-hmm. and yeah I started doing it since I was like 14 years old I, I think the coach said always it is important to put your players on the right position so that's what I do and try to do how do defenders I'm sure do defenders love it what's what's the response from defenders having that because like you said you see the whole field yeah they like it uh, Jordan came to me he was like surprised that I was coaching him like yeah left one meter or two meters he was he wasn't used to that so for me it's, it's kind of normal well jordan harvey's pointing it out i guess maybe maybe i clued into something good from the goalkeepers See, maybe you do know a few th- more than you know um tell us uh you obviously got your first chance bank california stadium not not a bad uh first preseason training game uh tell us just i know you got to go and kind of shake some hands in the north end afterwards but if you could just tell us again kind of what your vibe was and what that feeling was to step on that field that day oh the feeling was amazing it was like my first time in the stadium so wow for me it was like yeah enjoying my time it was the first time for me to see the fans how they are and yeah they're amazing the atmosphere was like i was it's like the first time that i'm in a stadium like they're cheering like 90 minutes long I never had it like that way, so yeah, you I was surprised. Haven't had that in 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 the Eredivisie in, in Holland. No, it's different. It, it kind of how does how's the how does the cheering go on there? So we, it's no, it's kind of similar. Like Feyenoord, Feyenoord, the supporters of Feyenoord are like also cheering almost ninety minutes. But here it was like they were making music, they were singing songs like ninety minutes long. So this the first time that I had it. Wow, because I remember in Ajax they sang Three Little Birds. Yeah, were you there? Is that at the beginning with the three uh, by Bob Marley? Is yeah, that that's mostly in the beginning of the game and halftime. And they kind of get into the game. Yeah. The game, they're like more spectators. Is this? A f- have you been to the United States before? Prior to this, 
On vacation, like every vacation. Every vacation. Every vacation. Where's your spot? Where's your spot? If you don't mind me, I, I, yeah. Did you get? Did you ever get out to LA? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. The first, like the past four or five years, I came to LA, but before that, I always went to Miami, New York. Closer to. Closer to, but yeah, since the first time I came to LA, I was in love with the city. So. I think there's a couple direct flights on KLM. From from Amsterdam (laughs) to Los Angeles. So hopefully you're not too far away. Uh, One thing that he touched on uh, about how vocal you are in the back. When everyone's here, it's a very young LAFC team. There's a lot of guys, 22, 23. Jordan's obviously a little bit up. Carlos is 31. Um, How do you think that experience will come over? Even as a new player, they'll look to you as one of the experienced players. How do you put that from places and experience you've had and share that with a with a younger team. No, I'm always I'm always open uh, if they come with questions and if they want to know something about yeah Europe. I've always played in Europe on a high level. I played for Ajax, Feyenoord. Always played for like the championship, like LAS to do as well. So yeah, for me, I have my experience and I try to put it over on the team and yeah. That's the only thing that I can do, I think. It's good too. And it's also, right at this point, just about de- developing relationships, which you haven't been able, you, you will be able to soon enough. But some, as I said, some of the teammates haven't even got here yet. So yeah, that's, that's a lot of work still to do. Yeah, true. I heard like there are still like seven or eight players still has to come. So I don't know them all yet, but yeah, I try to do my best to know them, to know every player. It's hard because <laughs> it's just my first week. I don't know all the names yet, but... I'm getting there now. And we make you do a podcast your first week, too. We do. We're putting you to work. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I would assume, I mean, obviously, that, that f- after a couple of days, you had to go out and do the, the media. It's a, uh, that's very different. Um, you, uh, in Europe, we're not allowed any, they're not allowed anywhere near uh, where they are now, so I'm sure that's different. But uh, even though we work for the club and we, we like to talk football, we are, you know, just humble uh, observers. So we also like to talk a little bit about everything else. Um, one of the things one of my coworkers brought up, he said, he saw you on the first day, came in here, he had the KV hat on. He, he said, first of all, you got to ask him where he can get a Kenneth Vermeer hat because he said that hat was fire. But yeah. I want to say in general, you've been bringing uh, some style uh, to to the locker room. Uh, for the longest time, they've said Tristan Blackman, Swaggy T, is the is the best dressed guy. I, I'm feeling... <laughs> I feel it like you're giving him a run for his money and I feel like also maybe they were saying that just to joke around with Tristan a little bit but talk a little bit about the the KV hat just like uh, style's important you're you're now in LA style's important I got my own identity I think but Mm -hmm. yeah the clothes that I wear I like Michael Mary Mm -hmm. he's like based in LA Mm -hmm. I like to wear those kind of uh, designers and yeah different different kind of styles uh, of white but my KV head, yeah, I had my logo. I have my logo now for like, ooh, I think six, seven years, and I always wear like my cap. So I was like, I want my own cap, and since then, I created my logo and put it on a cap. And since then, I wear it like every day. Mm-hmm. We can we can, we can sell some KV hats on this podcast. You know, I know a lot of LFC fans would love to would love to see them on their heads. At some I brought point. a couple of them with me, but yeah. Yeah, we're gonna need a shop link because I think uh, one day you're gonna look back to those the supporters behind you and see a couple more of those KV hats. Yeah, I think I need to do this. <laughs> I think I need to do this. Yeah, we we take no commission. Yeah, we we, ju- we just help. We're here to help. So you're you have a lot on your plate. You got to find a place to live. You got to get the I'll, nice places already, to eat. I already find some 
a place to live. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. How, how I'm, I'm like, when I move somewhere, I want to feel, I want to feel home. Mm-hmm. Wow. I want to feel home. So I found my place. I'm moving in this week, so everything is going well now. What about spots for food? Are, are you a are you a restaurant guy? You cook at home guy? What 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 do you? Like what's that vibe? To cook. Mm-hmm. But what's your what's the what's the Kenneth Vermeer the dish? Kenneth Vermeer dish. I like rice, chicken with vegetables. Mm-hmm. That's what I like the most. But yeah, you gotta stay in shape. You, uh, you gotta stay in shape, right? We. I gotta stay in shape, but I also like to go to some Asian spots like Tao. Uh, what else? I like. Oh, you've been there before when you were on vacation. You've yeah, come. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been best th- food in the world here. I mean, I'm not as well traveled as you, <laughs> but I can just say this is the best food. Best food. So, we'll we'll get you some good spots. I mean, and and there's a lot of good partnerships with the club, so that you will. So I can wait. And nothing I too. Nothing wait. too heavy. <laughs> yeah, I can wait. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I think a, a taste of LAFC. Yeah. So Max does a we as the lead broadcaster, we do a little uh, similar like sit down, just kind of like back and forth with you. But show. they take you to a nice restaurant. Yeah. So I think you need to get with Max Bredos, get get yourself a nice meal somewhere out I'm here in LA. Talking and eating. So if I'm okay. talking and I'm eating, you will literally say, "I can't look at you right now. <laughs> it's revolting." Um. Well, Kenneth, I appreciate you coming, spending some time with us, especially, again, it's so new for you. There's not, not too, too much to talk about, but it was so nice to see you uh, out there on the pitch. Um, I would just say we're, we're excited to, to see more of you. Um, and is, has there been any, any, any other overarching things that you've just really loved uh, about your time here yet, or is it just still so new? Everything is new. Yeah, for me, it's like different. I'm used to come here on vacation, and now it's like I'm living here, so... It's a good answer. Yeah. That's so yeah, I need to find find my way. I know some I have some friends in LA and I know some people so it makes well, it a little bit easier. We, it's great to hear that because there are some players who come here and it's a clean slate. Yeah. And I think your experiences and the fact you know people you can pick up the phone to help is going to help you in a big way, even though you're very far yeah, away from... Even, the, even the, the, the people from the, from the team, they're helping me with like everything. If I need something, I can call them. I can ask them for, for questions. And yeah, they're helping me yeah, the right way. So I feel home already. How's that, how's that teamwork? Is it been more than you're used to from joining a new team when you've arrived well i've played just for like three teams so okay. but uh yeah big no. ones yeah when i arrived i feel like a part of the team straight so wow that's great that's great. i heard this is the best team to come and you will feel home like as soon as you arrive so and they were right that's how they felt with us too right when we got here at some at some point no. No. Okay. No. <laughs> are you gonna get? A, are you gonna drive around LA? Are you gonna? Are yeah, gonna hit the, the freeways? Soon I will. Yeah. I, All right. I already drive. I'm not afraid to drive my car. Right? So <laughs> play, I need to get my uh, American license as well. But good. I think I can drive with my Dutch license for like three months. And but I will start learning it. And great. Great. Welcome, well, to welcome, welcome to traffic. But yeah, just the w- traffic is crazy. <laughs> the traffic is crazy. I'm used to traffic, but this is a, from another level. Well, because hey, look, one thing about the Netherlands. I mean, some people you would know it's it's a small country. Yeah. Um, I I always was a big fan of of Dutch football because they said we got we are a small country, so we make use of small spaces, and mm-hmm. that's where they were able to excel. Now you can stretch your legs out. You're in a big city. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a big city, and yeah, we're driving. The other day I was driving, it was like, I think, 10 miles, but it took me like an hour and a half. 
That sounds about right. <laughs> Welcome. Right. Okay, Kenneth, we look forward to uh, continuing our relationship yes, here, and uh, best of luck uh, as you get the, through the preseason and uh, what will be a very busy regular season. We look, wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. I'm just so happy to, that somebody was willing to come on here straight out of just barely being in the team. Usually they have to warm up to us, so I really appreciate you coming, coming on. Thank you. And if we need to print some more KV hats, if you want some, let us know, and we'll, we'll, we'll pass it on to Kenneth. All right. <laughs> okay, if you got to connect, <laughs> we're here. All right. <laughs> Kenneth Vermeer, everyone, thanks for joining us. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We'll be here next week's the recap of the game on Friday and also moving forward as we get ready for real games very soon.